Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw. Up dog. The off-season baby, it continues here. God, the August. The days are counting down. Yeah, aren't they? The season's coming around Training the corner. Training camp is just around the corner. Our vacation days are almost <laughs> dwindling down. The They're boys, diminishing as we speak. Yeah, there was guys back in the day this time of year that were feeling good, and other guys, like maybe myself, that were really trying to cramp it in here. <laughs> When's fitness testing? I can't be that soon, can it? I mean, I mean, buddy, there was a stretch down the last little bit of my career. I was going to fucking Europe at the beginning of August for like a two week trip. Dude, we went, you, before I was you went in Mykonos, to... I'm in Turkey, I'm fucking back to back summers overseas. Ah, fuck. When you were on, on your PTO in Edmonton, I think you went to Europe. Like, yeah, I went right? to Turkey. Yeah, I'm like, I was like trying to be like, that's a good idea. For you. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm like, all right, buddy. That's how right. I locked in my girlfriend at the time, Christina. Oh, wow. Is that. That's where that's where they, that's where everything changed. That Turkey. was when I was like, let's you know, I'd already taken her the year before to Portugal with loops, um, but this one was like a full on like this was our, this was Istanbul, Bodrum, two weeker on the boat, fucking just going to town, and it was great. Is that where you knocked her up? Or no, no? No. <laughs> no, that wasn't the old but, Turkey uh, Sea. Or what's the sea called over there? It's not the Turkey Sea. Uh, it's the uh, what is it? No, oh, it's Mediterranean, the Mediterranean, but it, the stretch that it runs through, it separates Asia from Europe, and it's, um, geez, Binger, you, you should be a guy that would know this. Come on, Binger. Historian like yourself. Come on, Binger. Um, anyway. Black yeah, Sea. We'll just call it the Black it's Sea. It's like the Lumineers. It's the Dead Sea. Um, anyways, Updog, your boy here, introduced him. This guy was in studio with us. This guy was a fucking natural on a podcast, by the way. He had me laughing the whole time. Author of a best-selling, not New York Times, it's the, uh, what is the New York Times? It's not the New York Times, it's something else. Yeah, we'll give him the Washington Post. Um, author of a book called Wild Dogs, An Adventure in Adolescence, uh, our boy Stos, my boy Stos. Grew up in my hometown, Fort Mac, friends with my brother, friends with uh, Brady Campbell, a um, couple young pups from uh, from Fort Mac. So we got a great sit down here with our boy Stos, who has uh, an incredible story of uh, going to Notre Dame High School in Wilcox, Saskatchewan, um, getting kicked out, <laughs> and uh, shortly thereafter, finding his way back in there, uh, and we'll let him tell the story. But uh, a, a great guy, been friends with um, been friends with him for a long time. Has an incredible uh, incredible charity for Mandy Schwartz. Um, that's Schwartz's late sister, and uh, he's got some great stories. He was on the Cup Run with Flowers. More about flowers. So we hope you guys, yeah, if, sure. if you don't shut this podcast off when he starts talking about flowers holding the cup, and uh, I don't know when you'd actually shut our podcast off. So, yeah, yeah. We get to the bottom of the old flowers thing. He was there. Um, we chirp flowers. I don't know if I think Crystal sticks up for him, but great dude. Uh, the highlight for me is the story at Notre Dame. So um, enjoy this one. This kid's a beauty up, dog. Welcome back to Missing Curfew, big fella. We have a friend of the pod. Actually, happy birthday. Thanks, boys. Yeah, Appreciate happy birthday, me. buddy. I'd like to introduce uh, a family friend of mine. Yeah. Grew up with my brother. Oh, boy. I was, uh, I was a closer age to your older brothers. Yeah, my brother Mikey went you to guys, comp when you went to Merck, right? Yeah, you guys were the little punks, but growing yeah, up in Fort Mac. Um, Stosi, Christos yeah. Gallagheru. My boy. Caligaru? Caligaru? It's Greek. All I know is it's Greek. Very Greek. Both parents. <laughs> Did you get blessed with a big Greek cock or what? Uh, you know, it's, I like to keep my 
personal stuff personal. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girl, only girls can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Do the Greeks have the Italian-sized salamis or what? What's I, why the... do you always think that the Italians got big salamis? We're not we not Chinese, I not Bulgarian. Kind of right in the middle there, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always thought the Italians had a like, like, uh, I don't tan know. Skin I, I always just thought they were kind of hairy. Well, after greasy. I went, buddy, after I went to Switzerland and saw for first hand my teammates <laughs> cock, it was was he Italian or Swiss? He was Italian. <laughs> he was he was Italian. <laughs> well, I'm sure like every other nationality, right? I'm sure some guys got weapons and other guys got to fucking yeah, that's true. get down there and muck a little more, that's right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and make up for it, compensate. <laughs> so listen, we uh you're you're actually uh you're a special guest here today you're our first uh new york times and wall street journal journal bestseller author uh your book wild dogs launched about a year ago great um, book by the way but you. but listen this is a this is an honor to have you here so thank you. tell us a little bit about your book uh, a little bit about your background and why you're just an absolute disaster okay so <laughs> i grew up in fort max same as you and and, and brento obviously um i was a you know rambunctious individual at a young age so I, my parents, I guess, had seen my brother getting into some trouble, um, you know, minor stuff, but nonetheless enough to scare them. So I had a close family friend from home was going away to Notre Dame, and they're like, oh, that'd be pretty good for you. And I was like, this is like a hockey school type thing. This is really not going to be where I fit in. I can barely fucking skate. So <laughs> so at Notre Dame, like the Canadian Notre Dame, Saskatchewan, Wilcox, Saskatchewan, yeah, more, a little different than the Notre Dame here, always fighting Irish. <laughs> more, there's more NHL draft picks out of the Athol Murray College in Notre Dame than any other institution in the world. Yeah. And um, wow. yeah, so that's some great guys. And, and from a young age, even though I didn't play hockey, I was always around those type of guys. And you know what like locker room guys are and, and then what kind of character they are in life. So went there from grades uh, 9, 10. I was kicked out in grade 11, which is majority of what my book is about. Went back in grade 12 and completed. Um, and then, you know, went back and worked with the school. And Explain why you got kicked out. That's obviously the first question. I so have. my grade... Uh, you missed all that time in Fort Mac too, eh? High school. So what hey, time? Hey, you, hey. Let your, you left Fort I did, Mac? I did 11 with your brother at Merck. What a fucking train wreck that was. Like, uh, we caught up for a lot. It was, con it was a condensed amount, so we're, it was good. <laughs> fucking man, your brother. I could talk I could talk for an hour just about his... I could write a book series on, on his... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. oh, First yeah. chapter on his hair. Just Yo, on his hair God. alone. Good flow, good flow, so I, I did... Um, yeah, so I did 9, 10... It was kicked out in grade 11 and went back in grade 12. So when I was in grade nine, I didn't, I didn't drink alcohol and guys chewed obviously, and I'm sure still do, but I saw that it was very hard to get alcohol if you wanted it. So the first beer I had was uh, the first time I ever guys I got drunk was in grade nine. And there was older kids that, you know, you're younger, you look up to the older guys you're like, oh man, this is so cool. Like drinking beers with the boys. I had like one beer and I think I was like just caked. So I, I remember <laughs> still, as I got a little bit older. One beer gets some cake. Yeah, right, buddy. So, <laughs> so in my grade tenure, every single weekend I was drinking Friday and Saturday. Like it became a problem. <laughs> and then I remember like at some point in the year I started seeing like it became a problem yeah oh yeah I was young I was like 147 pounds or some shit like so I started seeing a girl a sweetheart still friends with her today and she was like I don't like you gotta like you have to stop drinking and I did um because I promised her and I did and I stopped so every weekend up to it I was paying these older guys and they were like hey if you get us like 10 clients or 15 clients, we'll give you a Mickey for free. So Canadian Mickey, you know, a little flask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was like, fucking right. It's like, so I'm getting them orders and then I'm getting a free flask. So then over the summer in grade 11, I'm working in the, in Cosmos pizza, the Dones. Remember when you came up, when he, yeah. when they retired his jersey yeah. and I asked you, but we never met before. And I was like, what are you doing up here? He's like, this guy keeps talking about these fucking donaires. I got to try one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you got that. from your, you, did yeah, you bring yeah. him over? We brought him yeah, over to donaires. Yeah, yeah, we brought him over from Cosmos. Yeah. Buddy, great donaire. Yeah. They're unreal. Oh, they're like a gyro for the I Americans. love gyros, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have PK's Corner and the, like essentially that those recipes are in, in that um, entity. So anyways, back to, back to the story. So I was getting free booze. So over the summer, I'm working in the restaurant with my brother, and I'm just telling him like how much they pay for booze. So we get this 
ridiculous idea. It's like, fuck, man, let's cut out the middle, man. I'll send it to you in water bottles. And we thought we had the whole thing planned out perfectly. So for about two months, I remember the first package that came, I'll never forget. I went to this called Maynard House where like, all oh, you'd go to the, like, this little like shack and you'd, you know, you'd have your name and you'd sign for it and you'd take your package. But there was a little room before you got inside. And anybody that went to ND knows about this, obviously. So I look over to the side and I see, you know, like the flats that they use for Coke when like they're stocking the Coke. It's like my brother had a flat and the bottles and then another flat on top and saran wrapped. So it was all exposed. And I'm like, oh my God, they're going to ask me why the fuck is my brother sending me water? So I go up there, play it cool, sign for it, grab it, turn my back like this. The Christian ethics teacher, like we're like tummy to tummy. And he's like, let me help you with that. Like, picture, like, Ned Flanders. This is, like, literally the <laughs> nicest guy on campus. And I was like, that's okay, Rob. I got it. And we're, like, fighting over the, fu- the fucking thing. So, anyways, he finally, like, gets it. And a lot of the kids on campus knew what was coming. Like, we were getting clients, getting things brewing. Main Street stopped. All the kids, it, this was lunchtime. And I picked lunchtime because that's when there's the most amount of commotion. So it's easy to get the shit from the, the Maynard house into the, into the dorm. He carried the, the fucking thing all the way in for me. He, oh, he literally smuggled the booze in for me. And I, I was like, you can't make this up. So I had always had, I remember like when we were doing our grad right up in grade 12, I'd always had like my good buddy, Eddie Gale was just like, someone should write a book. You know, you do your grad write-ups. You don't want to write the same thing as you because you're the same story. So everybody kind of does whatever. I'm like, man, there's, there's so much content here. Yeah. So kind of, 2006, I graduated 05. I read on a plane. Um, I hope they serve beer in hell by Tucker Max. And I was dying. Great book. And I, you couldn't hold my attention to read a fucking Archie comic. Yeah. So to read this, I was like, this guy's, this, is, this guy's talented. I don't care if he's not telling a story about much, but malarkey or whatever. This is fucking really funny. I was like, I'll write. I want to write a book. And I just put it in the back of my mind. So I was working on it on and off for probably 15 years. Wow. Shelfed it. Um, went back to the school to like get, I, I was just so like, I didn't know a lot about the industry. And I, I, I was like, oh, I'll get permission from Notre Dame of what I'm doing. Found out, well, it's your life story. You don't need permission. So went there and, and this was, was around the time that um, Mandy uh, Swartz was in uh, remission uh, yeah. for leukemia. And I went to school with Mandy. Mandy was in grade 11 when I was in grade 12. And I mean, when I was in 10, she was in nine, etc. So I was... Very fortunate to have gone to Notre Dame, but I wasted my time there. My family did not have the money to send me there. And somebody like Mandy's family moved to Wilcox because the kids were so good at hockey to be closer, to, to get onto teams, to get the scouts in the right rooms, etc. And all three kids were exceptionally talented with sports. So when I saw what was happening with Mandy, I was like, man, this is someone that did everything right. And, and you know, ultimately she had passed away at 23 and I did everything wrong and I'm still kicking. So it, it really changed things for me. And then when I went there for the approval of the book, I was like, forget the book. Let's do something to support. Yeah. So my original plan was to, we were going to do a big event up in Fort, McMac, Fort Mac. It was booming at that time, obviously with oil was through the roof. Like this is the best place to do anything um, for, for you know, yep. charitable yeah. causes. So what I get, it was actually. What for, an event. Oh, it was, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get to that. So, so anyways, my initial plan was like, shit, like I'm going to ice. I know enough guys. I'm going to ice 20 NHL guys on each team. So we're calling people. They're locking them in. No problem. So I get a, I get a call from, I don't even remember the guy's name. He was with the NHLPA, but worked with the school. And he's like, hi, is this Christmas Calgary? I said, sure is. He goes, hey, man. I was like, how you doing? He goes, yeah, so-and-so, class of 88. I'm like, hey, class of 05. He's like, yeah, what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, you think you're going to ice NHL guys? Like, do you have the money for this? Do you have any insurance? Like, the insurance? I didn't understand. Like, I was young. I was like 20-something years old. And I was like, it's a charity event. He goes, one of these guys gets hurt. They belong to a team. So many things that you learn, right? Yeah. So... Bobby C, Brett and TJ's dad, yeah. was our, our attorney on the, the case, good man. And he goes, think what you guys should do, ice junior A teams and get NHL players to coach. So I was like, perfect. Got Ryland and Jaden Schwartz to do the Notre Dame, Notre Hounds. Dame Hounds. And I got Brento and Scotty to do um, 
the Barons. And this guy, I think, which is funny because of what I'm going through with visas, I think that the reason that it was hard to lock you in is because you were doing some stuff here. with visas. But you had something yeah, yeah, to yeah. do with getting your paper. I was getting my green card. Yeah, yeah. yeah good point. And I remember like before we had announced the event, we got I got the text message. She's like, hey, buddy, we're going to make this happen for you. So we had... We raised one hundred and thirty-seven thousand uh, dollars in forty-seven hours. Wow! We did um, like you know live auctions. We did a hockey game. We there was a yoga event that went on. Um, Pretty world class, actually. It was. For we, we had, we, yeah, it was the was best. This time. during the summer. I hope this was. Right this was August seventeenth. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, the same, right before the lockout started. Yeah, this was right before two thousand twelve. So was yeah. it two thousand twelve? It would have been right. Because Schwartzy... 2011, 2012. May, August 17th, 2012. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the lockout year. So let, let, I want to go back to growing up in Fort Mac. Sure. Because listen, there's a quote from Everly here saying, it's a cla- classic locker room story that doesn't age. So you seem like a locker room guy, right? Like you could sit in my locker room any day of the week. You sat down here, you put the mic on. You Don't got, offer yeah, him yeah. that. You got, you got, your, show up, you you got your shades on the studio. Hello, guys. I know you're in there. <laughs> you got your shades on the studio, which I think is fucking great. You yeah. said the prescription doesn't they matter are. if they weren't. Yeah. I love it. How did you learn, like, not playing hockey in Fort Murray, just hanging out with the Upshaws? And, and, like, how did you become into the game, so to speak? Well, I, I, had, I'm, I got real close with Brent after I got expelled from, from Notre Dame. But, like, you know... One thing about, and I don't know if it's any private institution, but one thing about Notre Dame was like, we had Patrick Waugh's kid went there, Ebbs went there, everybody was equal, man. Teddy Purcell. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy went there. All these, all these guys, like, they didn't give a fuck how good you were at hockey or how not. You're on laundry duty today. You're on vacuum duty today. I don't know what it's like there now. It's changed, but like, we were groomed to be men when we left and women. It was, it was, it was a co-ed school. Yeah. And I met the greatest people I know from there. I mean, a day doesn't go by that I don't talk to somebody that went to, to my high school. Um, and so just full, full uniforms? I went to Catholic high no, school too. Full uniforms? No, 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 uni- no, no, no uniforms. Uniform? One of the only ones at the time, and still there's no uniforms. Oh, wow, that's cool. The conception of like, oh, it's a hockey factory. Hey, don't get me wrong. Notre Dame is a, is a predominant sporting institution. But there's, there have been writers that have come out of there, doctors, lawyers, parliament, um, that have come out of, of my high school. So it's gave me the opportunity and you know, uh, people don't have to get into that, but like Fort Max hard on people, man. You yeah, got, man. you got, you got your parents making a high wage and they're, they got to work nine, so many hours a day. They're giving the kid 20 bucks. What do you think the kid's going to do? He's going to unfortunately get into some trouble. For sure. I was, I was no better. I was a, I was a follower, not a leader. Notre Dame gave me the skills to better myself and put me around other people that I went from, being in Fort Mac where guys were, you know, go, maybe going to jail or et cetera to the biggest concern that that, that guys had at Notre Dame was what university am I going to go to? What scholarship am I going to take? It was, it was a, a big change. Yeah. And I was very fortunate to be around that. And I know how, how lucky I am, but I wasted my time there. So when I got expelled in grade 11, they had said like, hey, if you meet these requirements, you can go back in 12. <laughs> and I went to Merck with Brent <laughs> And Brent was paying, playing for the Barons. So I naturally wanted to be Captain. around Brent and, and, like, and Fitzy and all those guys and Ryan Allen because the, it was like, it reminded me of being back of the place that I didn't want to leave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean. So to get into Notre Dame, obviously hockey and athlete, but if not, you, you got to be smart and have money or both. Yeah, like, how does it cash. work? You have cash? Well, it, I mean, at the time, I think the tuition was, I mean, I think it's more 20 now. Grand? 25? Uh, 17, 17 or tw- let's say 20 grand. But When you went? Yeah, oh, wow. and I mean, this is 15 years yeah, ago yeah, with yeah. inflation, etc. We're looking at probably I mean, fucking million bucks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Million bucks. Come on over to the ground hey, here. Brother. Hey, they did have one award though. If you won in your class, most the kills? smartest. Yeah, most kills. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How are you? Um, no, if you won smartest grades, if you had the top grades, you had your your school paid for the next year. So did you ever think? And about one of our boys, Drew Campbell, TJ's oldest brother, yeah. got. He was the smartest fucking kid in the school for 11 and 12. Graduated with the highest marks. It's it's nuts. You got, I mean, the the misconception with hockey guys, that's why I love, like, you guys and and, and the the Spit and Chicklets guys. Like, the conception that, oh, hockey players are hockey players. Man, I went to school with some smart dudes that work in New York and finance and are doing stuff like this, clothing line, like, it's it's so cool to see how this this whole world is changing as i saw it at a young age of like holy shit like these guys are some of these guys are going to 
never mind if they make it to the NHL, they're going to be leading the country yeah. or something. You'd hope. Yeah. So, like, was that ever, like, I know you were, you know, right to the dub, but was that ever something that crossed your mind? Or? My, my best friend, two of my best friends, Jarrett Lukin, and who I played junior with, Lukey, loves, <laughs> loves the show, and TJ Campbell, who you, I'm not sure if you've ever met T, but anyway, two of my best buddies, they left in grade nine and went there and left me. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you guys doing now? I had to t- I'm like, what? boys, need a wingman here. Where are you going here? Yeah, it's like you and Loops fucking leaving me hanging out to dry to go to Miami. Oh. I'm like, well, what's this? Uh, well, anyway, but I had, I guess, Obi, to answer your question, I was I was playing up so many lead. Like I was yeah. as a as a bantam, I was playing midget, like early, and that wasn't really something in Fort Mac that they had done before. So I had this like fast track to be. Yeah, to, to go somewhere and yeah. i was like fuck they're allowing me to do this here if i go to notre dame i'm back like yeah you know but Cause, now, cause now you, you were good in school too right like you yeah i was school, good at school yeah, and, so. and you know what i think ultimately it came down yeah it came down like money was an issue yeah. um me not wanting to leave like my family at that age of 15 oh it's hard enough to leave when we left at 16 yeah. like it's hard enough. It, it was hard it was hard for me like i i was I guess at times depressed in, in my grade nine year. Yeah, like it was nuts. hard. Like Go you don't stay in a dorm. Did you have a good roommate when you're in grade nine or anything? Or oh, Matt, you know, one thing I remember huge. and I grew up with some good dudes of all, you know, ethnicities, but I remember when I was younger, like I couldn't have sleepovers. It was just like a rule my mom had. And where I grew up, it, the area was Aboriginal kids were not kids that you fucked with. Like they were drastically tougher than, and I'm a sour bag of milk. Like, I'm not fucking with anybody. But <laughs> my roommate was a guy named Craig Morningchild. <laughs> and let me tell you, you didn't snore in that guy's room. Yeah, like, right? he would tell me, like, listen, like, you're going you're gonna to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's gonna, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Or this goalie stick's going up your ass. Yeah. Like, and and that was like, I'm like, this is my life now. Like, I, th- this is it. Yeah. So it was a change. But I made, even with Craig or other guys, like, I, I made such good personal relationships. And then after so many months, it's like, I'm having a sleepover with 40 of my buddies every fucking day. Yeah. And and it was it was a blast. And they get the girls dorm over there. We had so much fun. Was, I heard the stories of where he had to take the girls. I heard all the stories. Uh, yeah. Hey, so a, guys, virgin. Hey, so you so you go there in grade nine, you don't play hockey. No. Do you instantly gravitate towards the hockey players? Or did you have your buddies that were away from the like does the school revolve around the hockey squad? Like if you're like, hey, I want to get some pussy. I'm going with the up dog because he's on the hockey team. Or how did that work? I don't know. Or is it just smart kids are getting some? <laughs> okay, you know so I, I, in grade nine, like not grade nine, you know what I'm saying? But, but, like, you know, right? Not pussy, yeah. but <laughs> being the cool kid. You're not I, cool unless no, you're. No, I no. was, and I let like, me rephrase this is, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Hanging out with the cool, hanging out the cool guys. Yeah, and at, at, at first, like, man, there were kids. I remember seeing like this guy. His name was Simone Corsells. This guy, he had like a mustache. He was like 15. I was like, these guys are monsters. Yeah. You had some of the biggest, strongest kids <coughs> playing hockey. Some of the best kids in the country. I saw the best hockey ever. I was so blessed to see that. And they're not playing for anything. They were just playing because they loved it. Yeah. And, you know, no matter how good you were when you went to Notre Dame, no matter how good you thought you were, you saw what was what. Because you, you had the top of the top. Uh, they're playing and I got to see that you know I think at the time there was 17 teams uh there was f- I think three or four girls teams and they fucking smashed every everybody uh Shattuck St. Mary's or, or whoever they were playing it was like it was embarrassing like that's how good they were yeah and yeah. and guys teams the like, hounds ain't nothing hounds. about a hound now no. was it just hockey or was there other like, no I play I, I mean like, not well I mean no but th- that's football school, that rugby, school in general soccer. like was it was it good at everything or hockey was it school ticket uh, hockey was up there, but they were good with, with rugby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say all rounded. Like I'm not to be biased. Yeah, no. Like, so I should start. I should have told you this. Where I grew up in Ontario, Port Hope. Have you ever heard of Trinity College? It would be kind of similar to what right, you're saying at right. Notre Dame, right? You go there for high school, and they have you know hockey, and like it's a private school in my hometown. Yeah. And we used to always, honestly, we want to beat up the rich kids, right? We're like fuck yeah. these rich kids, right? And I actually tried to get in. I wasn't smart enough, nor did we have the money. But I didn't look at it. It didn't have the you know, I have a hockey program. It wasn't like if you go to Notre Dame there, you're like, if you went to Trinity College for hockey, it wasn't going to help you. It would help you academically, but it wouldn't help you get to the NHL kind of thing. They had, what was so cool about Notre Dame is there were kids that came from uh, reserves or what have you, exceptional hockey players, but struggling academically. Now I struggled with everything, but they would take, (laughs) they would take these kids 
and they would help them, you know, get them on a bursary scholarship, which means it would be like a subtracted payment system or they would like sweep or work the canteen or what have you to like reduce their cost of tuition. And you had some guys there that didn't have a fucking chance and then left and okay, they played hockey. Now they're lawyers yeah. or they're a dead. It's, it's incredible. And they'll tell you themselves, I wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for the, that guidance. It's a fighting chance. And I don't, I've said, I've said to Brento, I've said to Scotty, I said, if it wasn't for Notre Dame, I'd be dead. I say it in my book. Really? Uh, yeah, man. I, I was just. Like just from partying or? No, just like. I Depression? Was just, with, you, mean, you mean like also just like the way you feel and the way your life has gone. Like, yeah. You, like you, I, I can't dead, imagine. Dead, dead inside. Like, yeah. You wouldn't have like the, cause you, cause you have, you know, you're, you're a very fun loving guy. You become, uh, you know, you, you have relationships with with some great people that you've met along this way, oh, yeah. the Schwartz family being one of them. For they sure. treat you like a son. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I hear you. I, I understand when the literature you mean when you say that. Like yeah. I, yeah. Because you're living in fucking Las Vegas right now. You're from Fort Mac. <laughs> yeah. You never fucking could shoot a puck. No. Uh, Center yeah. ice game did, seven. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? I, did yeah, you with Larry. Like, did yeah. you try, yeah, let's get into that. But did you try to play hockey growing up or you just... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I got two points my whole career. My brother was working the box and Thickwood and chiseled them for me. Like, I fucking sucked, man. Like, it was like, it was bad. Chiseled them for yeah. me. They didn't even, they wanted to like even have it Notre Dame. They're like, oh, we're going to get, they, they called it uh, tier 12 or something. They, they used to have dress rehearsal. These kids were, were so bad. I like, they were like, get on this team. But I'm like, no, I'm, I'm the worst guy. I would be the worst guy on this team. Just wasn't for me. Hey. But played rugby, loved it. Yeah, whatever else I soccer whatever like not good but i loved sport. it do you uh do you ever remember beacon hill arena um miss joma fucking yeah. a man right? the best <laughs> fries and fries gravy, gravy. buddy 250 this, remember this, this lady worked Huge every day at, like the, at the hockey rink every day she ran the no tax 250 250 fries and gravy i would eat it every day i would leave practice we, every uh, we day. lived on warm fries yeah. and gravy to go home with like it was i mean i'm, I'm picturing her right now like Great woman. We lived on B.E. Road. We used to walk over. Every day, uh, all this older, like, you know, she was like a, like a, what kind of Indian lady? No, I think she was Lebanese. Lebanese lady? But the fucking, I don't know what she was putting in that (laughs) Amazing. I'm talking the best grave you've ever had. Yeah. Fuck. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I lived on B.E. Road and and that was like up the way. They were all the way. Uh, Guys would go from Thickwood to Beacon Hill. So so switch gears. You fucking go to, uh, I went to games three and four in St. Louis. I know. Saw I saw you there. there. I did. Um, you know, boys loved having you. Your relationship, <laughs> your relationship with with boys with Schwartzy, yeah, um, and his and his family. So and yeah. Listen, so, and, and then you fucking you. you and Flowers, though, eh? I'm throwing you into the mix. Yeah. First I, of uh, all, you're a better guy than Flowers. Nah. I, I sat down with you 22 minutes. You're a better guy than Flowers. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Larry said he's taking us out to Nobu tonight for my birthday. Was I know. Beautiful text this morning. And, and Malibu. Or Newport? No, here Newport. Tonight? Yeah, he's like, I love you. Take, get, invite whoever you want. Table of twelve. Is that what he said? <laughs> no, he didn't. no, that's not what he said. <laughs> the last thing Fuck he ever. Yeah, had me going. I should have known a table for twelve. I should have known then. I know, I've already figured out what we're doing tonight. We're ordering fucking donairs and we're going to watch some <laughs> hockey. Can you get dones on here? Get the There's a, my Greek uh, kitchen is right by okay, my house. Okay. And we're gonna get the fucking little chocolate. You know where I order from? You probably wouldn't. It's it's I, it's called Nick the Greek. It's over on MacArthur. Oh, Nick the Greek. Yeah, you probably wouldn't. It's probably not legit, but it, I like it. It's a good guy. Roll when I'm hung cheese Roll with yeah. it, man. There's so many. This place, new. If it wasn't for the tax structure, man, I'd buy a Newport. This is this place is heaven, man. Dude, I come I, here, I feel better. I just had my family here, and uh, you know, if it wasn't for the weather, nobody would live here. But the weather and the lifestyle, it. it's like, sunshine it's, tax. it's, it's crazy. It's, man. it's, it's sunshine much, tax, bro. Yeah, so cu- cup run. So I get a, I get Rye, Rylan Schwartz, Jay's brother was, uh, coming back from Germany. Like this is how this worked out is, was like magic. Then he's like, yo, let's go down, uh, for some games or whatever. I was driving and I just sent, snapped a picture of my credit card. I said, book the fucking tickets. I should have known better. Cause there's, there's nobody that likes to save a dollar like Rylan Schwartz, okay? He gets us booked on the back of the fucking plane. I'm in the middle seat. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking From play. Germany? No, no. Oh, I, I went to Sask. I went to Regina. We flew okay. up from Regina. So okay. we get out there, game three, Dallas. We're expecting to stay there for fucking two games or whatever, right? So they beat Dallas. We're, me and Rye are going up the elevator. We get into Schwartz's condo. 
Clayton. I, I missed that condo so much. That was Steiner's old condo. Yeah, beautiful place. Um, go in there. Schwartz's wiping down the table, right? He's got, he just went to whole, he's like, hey guys, this went to Whole Foods. I got you the, you know, the salsa and whatever that you like. Sweetheart, this kid. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Sweetheart. and we look at him like, me, we're, li- we're like in the elevator, me and Ryer in the elevator talking about like what flight we're going to take home. And Schwartz's positioning like, no, I want you to stay here. So he's like, I mean, unless you guys got to go, like you have somewhere to be. And I'm like, yeah, you know, shift some things around. I don't have a fucking anywhere to be. Like, let's go. <laughs> so he would, when he'd go out of town, we'd just watch it. We'd go down to, where's that place in St. Louis? That Cafe the, Napoli. No, no, they take the roof down. Uh, and there's, there, it's all three sports are right there. It was when the Rams, they used to have the Rams. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's like, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. we'd either go down there, watch the condo, whatever. He'd be like, hey, no, no girls over fucking, yeah, right. <laughs> That's our condo. Oh, you mean the wheelhouse? No, it was like, a, fuck, there's people in St. Louis listening right now, shouting the name. So <laughs> it, it, it's outside. It's, they take the roof off and there's all these tables, huge screens. <sighs> Someone's going to, yeah, anyways, yeah. We'll, we'll get doesn't to the, matter. We'll get to the bottom of it. So, <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of it so we went to, went to every home game we went. And then... We were like, you know, how long do you want us to stay? He's like, till we're out or till we win. Yeah, at that point, you're there. We were there. Yeah. And like, I just remember like, it was va- I was at Huss's house vacuuming in the living room. It was the first round. Yeah. And just thinking. This before- was the first round? First round against Dallas. <laughs> was Dallas first round? I thought Winnipeg was first round. Okay, no, Winnipeg- they played Dallas in the conference finals. Cogliano had the game winner on his fucking twig. No, they played twig. San Jose. In San the Jose. No. San Jose was conference. Yeah. San yeah. Jose was the conference finals. They beat yeah. Dallas they in game Dallas seven. In the second, round. second round. Yeah. yeah. Second round. Cogliano had the winner. Like, I know. If he did a so few did more Jamie wrist curls, yeah. it would have been different. I remember uh, I was saying I was at Huss's house and I'm vacuuming the, the the living room, and I see St. Louis is like dead last or whatever. Whatever time you know, I was like. They're not making the playoffs. And I, yeah. You know, then I get in there like, I knew you guys had a whole fucking yeah. way. Like, Never doubted you, boys. You know, Never doubted so you. So we go, we go to game. So you, you were there for like, you get there the second round. You're there, 60, for, you're there 60, for a month and a half, month. Yeah, 45. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah. Close to 50. Schwartzy signed it on a stick to my family. He's like, thanks for letting me borrow yeah, Stosi yeah. for however long. And it was like, yeah, it was close to two months. Yeah. So. That's awesome. It was, it was, it was, you know, became very close friends with Larry and. Um, Pat Maroon's brother, Phil, I talked to Phil like once a week and just, we would, once we got to know Phil, like Phil knew everybody at the golf courses. So we'd go golfing. So we were living it like you're living a dream. We'd wake up gym, you know, home game. Kelsey picks us up, brings us into, uh, under, you know, enterprise center or whatever. And then golf and like just a, a, a dream. And then we go to game seven in Boston and you knew, you knew it was fucking over when, when Jaden, this, when he slapped it back to Petro, you knew it was over. And that was, I would think that was in like the second period, but just the momentum that St. Louis had there, you knew there was, Boston was not going to win this game. He, we were at Big Canyon the day before game seven. And he was like, I gave him credit for the whole thing. Cause as an ex player, it's hard. You, as much as you want your friends to win this, it happened to me in Anaheim. Yeah. I got traded. My boys, I came up with, went on to win the Santa Cup. As happy you are for them, it still hurts you. For, for him, sure. he handled it really well. So he was nervous before game seven. And I'm like, listen, this is what's going to happen. Bennington's going to have to make about 10 to 12 saves in the first period. And the fact that he Ryan O'Reilly is going to get one, and they're going to win the cup. And luckily, that's what happened. Yeah. Right? Like, Bennington played great. Fact that he tipped one in. J-Bo shot the rest fact that he tipped One thing I remember about Factor, it was in the, I was in, like, the family, the wives' room. And this was, Jesus, I don't know what game this was. He, but he had, he had fractured his rib. Oh, yeah. And something that they didn't have, they had not maybe reported or he didn't report. And I'm like, this guy's like, this guy's fucking hurt. <laughs> and he had like, you could see because how this he was walking. Yeah. And he, he played like an animal. Like yeah. he was, He's a beast. I mean, obviously Jay, how many snaps that that kid got in the playoffs, but 12, something stupid. He was in the run for, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, could have been him, Binner or fact. So yeah, yeah. center. They were uh, all right there. It was so like maybe f- Three minutes before um, it was going to be over, uh, Ricky Schwartz is sitting here. I'm sitting here. Uh, Ryland's here and Carol's there. And they know. We, we knew. And it was emotional. And she started crying. And she handed me like a wristband to get to get on the ice. And uh, I didn't expect that, nor did I. So I was like, it's like, this is too much. Went on there. Just 
the most rewarding thing of that experience is you are seeing people in the pinnacle of their career. This is as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And the, the sisters, the brothers, the, the love was like, it just, I didn't want to be in pictures. I wanted to take the pictures. That's what I wanted to, to, to take from that. And I That's did. That's why you're a better guy than Flowers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Larry, you're a better guy than Flowers. Larry, you, didn't make it, wait, wait, you didn't make it about you? Oh, shocker. I mean, wow. I mean, good for you, but you didn't make it about uh, you? Wow. I want to okay. say, I want to, yeah, I remember me and Larry kind of like over, we knew we were like overstaying our welcome. We were in one of the final games and we both had chicken fingers and we sat down and he's just like, I, I don't know if I said, or he said something like, like, fuck, like, could they make these any more dry? And he's like, yeah, no shit. And I'm like, well, like, we got to fucking watch her. Hey boys, let's pump the yeah. brakes here. Let's pump the, let's throw some ranch hey, on there, boys. Yeah. Throw some ranch so, on there. Game, you know, we're on the ice, and I will say because I know you guys rip on him, and I and I have to defend him. Um, Shanner handed him the cup, and he I know the rules with the hoisting it over your head, but it was like it was everything like all these pictures you see, like this was happening so fast, yeah, I could imagine. And and you had so much like ESPN, CNN, like all this personnel, they couldn't get the guys together to get pictures but i was like you know became like a friend with all these so i'm like get the camera you get like rita shen jeff shen like Good you know you. karen That's mitch cool, bozak huge picture and then as soon as you'd have them line up for the picture i'd get like one picture and i get knocked the fuck out of the way because some some media is like i want that shot so aggressive so ag <laughs> i didn't like that i was like Man, fuck these guys yeah 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 i'll never forget they flew in one girl from beijing she didn't speak a lick of english she was trying to get an interview from Jaden. she's just following him around with a microphone she didn't get shit no, she didn't get an interview from anybody. They flew her all the way back. She got nothing. Real aggressive. Didn't like that. I'm like, this is the big like leagues. Yeah, I like that you thought. Because, listen, I, I give Flowers, like, crap about it. Like, if there's one buddy back home that I would like to have with me when I won it was my boy Cramp that I went to high school with. Yeah. 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 And I'd be like, hey, Cramper, listen, buddy. You know, I'll patch the cup eventually here. So I, I get Flowers. But I just didn't like that. You know, he started posting it and, you know, all that stuff. Like, And I took those pics. Yeah, but at least yeah. you were thinking. It's all like, your fault. No, but yeah. at least you were thinking, like, hey, I want to get a picture with my buddies that just won in their family where Flowers is like. I, and I still don't think Shenner just handed it to him. I still I think, swear to, I still think Flowers is probably like. This. I swear to you, Shenner, you could ask Shenner. I think that's why Flowers didn't want to come in here. It was because he knew he I was going to get lit up. The yeah. truth would come out. The truth is out. The truth would come out. I'll tell you. You're a team guy. Flowers is not. Tell you, tell you, tell you a funny fucking Larry story. We get back to, we get back to St. Louis, and we're told very early in the morning. Everybody's still pretty shit faced. We had Anheuser Busch grounds for the first time in history. They did a special event for Blues and their family, and we went to that, and it was incredible. They made a special batch of beer, what have you. And I'll, I'll never forget, Joel Edmondson was telling the trolley guy, this is a hundred and some year old trolley, <laughs> telling him, you're taking us to fucking wheelhouse or I'm driving us to wheelhouse. He fucking took us to wheelhouse. We got down to wheelhouse. There was a thousand people outside. And with my legs, I'm like, I'm not getting in here. Fucking Colton Perianko comes up beside me, grabs me by the side. This kid is a fucking unit. Yeah. Grabs me by the side and I'm off my feet and he just, we get inside. We put like we flow right inside the wheelhouse, and it was just world class guys. They had big champagne set up, and I remember we were up top with like family. That's where I went to do all the damage that I did oh, in yeah. St. Louis, the wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah, and they were giving them wheelhouse gave them like all the champagne and whatnot to take like photo op pictures with, like you know. And the guys were taking the champagne, they were pouring it in the cup, and they were pouring it over the balcony so the fans could drink. I'm like, this is the most world, these guys are world-class yeah, yeah. types of people. When I used to think about winning it, like I didn't think about like, oh, have my name on the cup, always being remembered as a winner, having that ring. I just thought, imagine what you can do for the, the first city. four or five days after you win it. Yeah, the key. You could do anything you fucking want. Yeah. And that's what and like, we did. Yeah, and that's it what was... motivated me to be like, could you imagine as a single guy, in Vancouver, if we would have won, what I would have done oh for a week God. there, like it yeah. would have been like ah oh, crazy. It was that's so why. We, so that was another never, part that, yeah. like, in my core, a bit made me want to just wring Flowers' neck a little bit. But so we, at the same time, he's you know. character of Larry. We get back and we get on the. I'm, we're in Enterprise, whatever, and I remember. This is the next day after the Anheuser-Busch grounds. We're all told to go to Enterprise. We don't know what the fuck is going on. We know there's going to be a parade. We literally thought there was going to be like 30,000 people, okay? Honestly, we know, even the players were like, you know, whatever. Again, Edmondson. He's in the tightest cutoff jeans I've ever seen in my life and a bandana. And they have like, 
you know the ticket gate and it's like they pull it down and it's metal? Yeah. Fans are on one side and Eddie's on the other side and he's she's shaking the shit out of it and he's like, ah, with his tongue. And his his mom was just like, his mom, his mom was talking to uh, his father or somebody and she was like, we talked about this, this is Joel's special day. And believe me, it was fucking Joel's special day. So we're told, you know, Jaden's dad is like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are we waiting for? And they're calling up names. So they're like Shen family. So the Shen, it's a fire truck. And we're losing our shit because uh, Shenner's dad's a fireman. So we're like, how cool is this? You're gonna, your dad's going to drive the fire truck and you just won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's sick. And it, it's just, you can't make this up. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're not even done getting jacked about their fire truck. Fucking Schwartzy gets a fucking fire truck. I guess that's what 12 snaps gets you in the playoffs. <laughs> so we get on that and it's, it's literally his mom, me, his dad, his brother, and me. Wow. And I was like, this is like, I don't know what, what yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. here. Part yeah, of the yeah. family, bud. So well, you've known Schwartzy for how long? Forever, right? I've known him since the event. That's the first time they met, too. Yeah, I introduced yeah. them. Okay. Yeah, so knew his sister, but not well. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. So whatever. So we get on the floats, and we're coming around the bend, and I look at, we're like, this is unbelievable. There's like, there's a couple thousand people. It turns the corner. You know where that big arch is? Yeah. It turns the corner. And me and Schwartz, you look at each other and at the same time. We both go, holy fuck. There was 1.6 million people. So Larry's... You're like, I didn't even know there was that many people in Missouri. Uh, <laughs> well, they, they, there wasn't. They, they had hotels not, right? sold yeah. out in, they said, 150 miles in every direction to come to the parade. And I was, I was in the parade. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? So got very drunk very quick. Like, As you like, very quick. So I run out of booze and Tuzi comes and, and guys are like jumping off, bouncing around. Like there's a lot of it. And Larry's like, you never seen a guy so happy in his fucking life. So Larry's like, oh, do whatever. I, and then Larry gets on our float and I take a fucking Tom Brady beer to the head. Oh. And I, I drop like this. And I remember just to give you an idea of the, the havoc that was going on. I was rubbing my head and my fingers were going like this because they were throwing airplane bottles of booze. It was literally raining booze. Wow. And, and you look up and Larry's looking around like he's standing outside of fucking Steve Prince's in Philly. Like, <laughs> like he's going to kill somebody. I'm like, you're going to try to find out who threw the fucking beer, Larry? Yeah, yeah, like, calm down, flowers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I appreciate you. Look, but it was just like, I saw him and he was pissed because someone nailed me. But they weren't trying to hit you. They were trying to like. That would have made it all better if Flowers got in the fight at the parade. It should have been him that got hit. Yeah, I but, think they were aiming at Flowers and you got just dinged with it. But I remember, I remember Bertuzzo and I got a beautiful video of it. And I said, I'm out, he's I, a good I, I said, I'm out of booze. And he goes. Just signal the crowd, dude. <laughs> and we started doing it. And it was like, just, and no one was trying to hit He's me with a, a beer. Guy, Bob, yeah, fucking beauty. Talked to him all the time. And raining booze. Oh, what a piss my pants. What a weekend, man. What a fucking time. Hey, I want to ask you about Brento. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a couple quick stories about first okay. met Brento. Came down. We went out in Hollywood. We are at... Um, Bootsies. Bootsies in the back room. And these Where guys, was this, sorry? This is in Hollywood. Okay, LA. okay. And I'm tuned up. And back then, like, I ran hot some nights, right? Like, I was, you know, whatever. And we're in one, and this guy fires a fucking full... It was like a bottle of goose. Like, full bottle of goose. And I'm instantly... I'm going that way. And before I go that way... Brento's already going that way. He's already going that way. Yeah. And Upshaw and Lupo are holding us back. Man. And I'm like, fucking right. So I like this Upshaw guy. Oh, he's nuts. And then the second greatest story is Loops used to have his shaker on July, you know, 4th. July 4th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Matt, yeah. E Matt Eaton was down here for this one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So we, we would hire, we eventually hired security. But at this point, I don't think we had security yet. So typically I would help out, with, you know, tossing guys out. So I'm about to go toss this guy out. Brento's like, I got this one. Oops. <laughs> so he goes up, grabs the guy, takes his glasses off, <laughs> fucking tosses him out the door. I'm like, this kid's okay by me. So yeah. that was my he first said, two. Yeah, these yeah. Ray-Bans. stand-up guy. Yeah. These Ray-Bans here, these are going to be Mr. Loopholes from now on. Yeah. <laughs> he just takes the guy's shades. At, yeah. the, at the Tell You Good Brent story. You're, you know, your you're best friends will let you down easy. Your good friends will let you down easy with bad news, but your best friends are just going to... You know, cut sure. you with a rusty blade. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. charity event, go. a couple days before the event, I'm, I meet this girl at this party and like, she's just like impossibly beautiful. I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I was like, hey, I got this charity event. Like, I'd love for you to like be my date. It's like a real, real pussy. So I, you know, at the hockey game, we're together, whatever. 
So I remember we're in the brew pub at the time. It's, I think it's called something else now. It used to be called Don Cherry's back in the day. Yeah, I do remember that. But anyways, this, this is, is the event. This is the event. This now. is the this event is weekend. So back back and to the this event. This is like live band, fucking dance yeah, floor. Yeah. It's like one of the best nights I've, I've had in my adolescence. So it was really movie. important for me, like when I was locking him in, like it, it was. Locking to, who, me in? Locking you in yeah, for the yeah, event. It was bit. really important that, and I, we're not going to get into it, but I know some, and you know what it's like in your hometown when you do events. You, get, yeah. you could get taken advantage of whatever. You're there for a good cause and it gets, it's people boring. get excited, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you're going to come up. I'm going to pay you for the flight, whatever. Like it's covered, right? And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like wasn't thinking too much about it. But I was like, hey, man, of my word, this is what we're going to do. So we're at, the, we're at the brew pub. This is after the hockey game. And Notre Dame got smoked, by the way, which is hilarious because the night before, <laughs> him and Brent got shit-faced and the Schwartzes were, like, taking it seriously. And then they blew us up. <laughs> they were, like, sending them shots, like, talking, like, having a blast. So we're at the brew pub. Shocker. This, this guy's eating his just finished eating his meal. He's like, so, like, Stos, like, what's up now? I'm like, just have a good time. And he's like any fucking talent in here? And I'm thinking to myself, well, for the love of fucking God, please do not see the one girl that I like in here, right? So maybe Shocker. like an hour. I didn't know though. No, he didn't know. He had no fun. Like it would have fucking mattered. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But it gets better. Yeah. So I remember like, Sierra was like, like I'll say her name, but I was like, hey, like Adriana, like, you know, like when all this is over, like I'd like to take you on a date. Like, you know, just being, a, a, good guy. being a nice guy, you right? Hold a good guy card. All right. I like being it. a nice guy to a nice girl, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so anyways. I'll be using a different approach to that, but I fucking. <laughs> I'm busy too. Like you remember how busy I was. Like I was having a good time, but like, like this guy needs a ride. I gotta get a cab. Like, where are you staying? Like there was just a lot, there was a lot of people that flew in from all over for this. And that was the priority. So anyways, <laughs> I go around and it's like, I got to give like Schwartzy a ride to his girlfriends or wherever the fuck he was staying. And I'm looking around like a lost fucking puppy. And I was like, I just got, you know, wanted to say, say goodnight. So I look over and Brent comes, there's like these booths by the window. And I was like, Hey man, did you see, did you see Adriana? Like, I just want to wish her a good night. He puts her arm around. He goes, Oh bro. He's just like, don't you fucking worry. She's going to have a fucking great night. Slaps my chest. And who do I see out the window? David fucking Copperfield himself. He's got two girls. The girl I was talking to, he, and I don't even know where he got it. I'll never forget this image. He's got a 2-6 around, and he's, like, holding around her head. And then he's got the smoothest shit i ever seen. He's got his thumb in her jean hook and a four-pack of sugar-free Red Bull just dangling. And I was like, like fucking Lloyd like, Christmas I when Mary Swanson got out the car with Harry. I was like, I just couldn't fucking believe it. So the next day, your story on this is better when your mom was telling you, trying to, trying to cock block you. The next day, yeah, this fuck. The next day, I was like, you know, I'm like, fuck, man, like this guy, like just, you know, the moral slid, the, slid right in there, right? right. So For I'm like, I gotta go give him. The, I was like, I gotta go give him the 1,200 bucks, right? So I call Brent. Brent's still <laughs> laughing, and he's just like, I'm like, hey, man, just shut the fuck up. Like, where's your brother? And he's like, he's at, he's at the rink. So I go to the rink. I see him. He's, you know, you got the Florida Panthers jersey on, and you were because you were skating with the guys. And I'm like, fuck. I'm just like, give him one of these, like, so to to come off, right? So I was like, hey man, like thanks for coming. And I, and I hand him the twelve hundred bucks. He fucking goes. He's like, oh fuck, man. He goes anytime. <laughs> Throws the twelve hundred down the crotch, back out on the ice. I was like, that's the fucking pros. Like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, like sometimes as much as you just gotta tip your hat, right? Sometimes oh, I was, I was impressed. The four red bulls hanging off is a nice touch. Yeah, and yeah. the thumb in the pants. Is nice. No one got to sleep that night. I got big, hand, I got big hands. Yeah, I can handle four pack. But I had a blast, and I'm so appreciative that you came up. It was, it yeah, was no, such you a did a great job. And uh, so you're living in Vegas. Loving how's it the uh, how are the boys? They taking care of you at T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, well, are you friends I want to give a shout out to to. Braden McNabb for lining up some tickets for my birthday for the Alvarez nap fight. Time, nap yeah. time. Beauty. You got to get him guy? on the show. Great Dude, guy. Dude, I love that kid's game, by the way. He's old school, like, plays Just hard. I love that guy. No bullshit, Is this he, guy. Where's he from? Sass, too? Or he's he? from Sass, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I but mean, he went to Notre Dame. Yeah, you ever know, well. Have you heard of the Brookbank boys from Saskatchewan? Brookbank, fuck no. Oh, they're beauties. They yeah. are beauties. Where, what part are they from? They're from uh, Lanigan. Lanigan, Lanigan, Saskatchewan. So many little towns. Oh, I, the, I fucking Saskatchewan has Sask. the best names for the little towns. In the, I'll put and up good anyway. people. Oh. I call them jam and butter towns. You know, like everybody's <laughs> making jam and butter and waving to you. That's, you know, good jam and butter towns in Sask. You won't find bad people in Sask, <laughs> no, that's for sure. No, fuck no. Not in Canada. And I, you stick in Vegas, 
there's some good Canadian dudes. So yeah, yeah, awesome. So yeah, uh, Miami next to to hopefully promote the book here, and then Springfield to see Neeler in between there and Boston and Nashville for a stag. So. Life is good. There you go. Oh, enjoy Nashville, bro. You'll enjoy that. Only one. been once it was raining, so this will be... <laughs> You'll enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Great, is there anything else you want to say interview. about the book here before we... Uh, no, this is this is our book. Yeah, sir. It's Wild Dogs, an Adventure in Adolescence. And uh, right now we are... Well, we're going to launch this pod uh, at some point here in the next couple of weeks, but you are launching in Hudson's Hudson in North News. America. Yeah, Hudson News. You, can, you can get it available anywhere. All the proceeds go to the Mandy Forks... Uh, Maddie Schwartz Foundation. And what's most important is a lot of people don't know and a lot of charities out there, but you can literally, you know, get a hold of one match, all the information's online. You can swab your cheek, you can get in a database and you can save someone's life. So a quick story I want to tell you guys. There's a season ticket holder in St. Louis. His name is Michael. He saw what we were doing an event there. And he's like, oh, you know, told his wife, like, I'll swab my cheek. Like, that sounds like something pretty cool to do. Gets in there, gets a call way after finds out he's a match for a girl named Regan. They've never met before. They're very good friends now, and she is alive because of his, his swab. Wow. And there's just Mandy's efforts alone. There are over 150 people that are alive today. That's and it great. is the, the, the only one that I know of that, yeah, you can give money, and, and, and there's a lot of great charities out there, but we're not asking for your money. We just want you to swab and get into the system. Cool. So, yeah, I just hope people get involved, and there's no greater reward than than giving life and it's you know time is our most precious commodity and i hope people take the time to yeah to get involved good for you buddy thank you that's cool bro awesome well i hope everyone enjoys the book like uh like we did you're a naturalist too bro you got a podcast or anything no i got this i'm not gonna compete with the boys i don't know i mean we're looking for yeah we we gotta talk in the off season but maybe i mean you seem like you got the he's got the natural gift for it up dog. I eh? know it's crazy. He's you know he's a mover and shaker too. Yeah. He's very smart. Very yeah, smart. thank you. Appreciate he, you. Uh, I'd like I, to get tuned up with you one night maybe. Fucking tonight, a- it's my birthday. <laughs> That's true. Oh tonight, yeah, we can get, get tuned up tonight. So, yeah, 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 we'll go have a glass of wine, some chocolate, some chocolates. I got yeah. We got a couple games on here in a little bit, so yeah, we, we should can. put some money on these two. We did well yesterday. Keep it, keep it rocking. Yeah. So thanks for coming in, fellow. We appreciate it. Good job. And yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. God bless. And if uh, CBSA is uh, out there listening, uh, I hope you guys don't uh, kick me out of the country. God bless. (laughs) What a kid. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for getting him up. Yeah, I hope you, uh, I hope you listeners, a little curveball for you guys, uh, a non-hockey, but um, great hockey story, great, good Canadian story uh, from a kid that's come a long way and. He's got a great mind, good yeah. business mind. Very funny little kid too. Sure, in his life, he's got a podcast. Good, good talker. But uh, if you want to download his book um, on audiobooks, you can find it on Amazon. If you want a hardcovered one, you can find it uh, all throughout the airports. In those, what do you call those ones? It's like uh, where you grab your water when you're when you grab yeah, your water when Hudson, you're hungry. It's cheese. like in those Hudson stores. You can I'll find take a those water nationwide. I'll take a water and a neck pillow, please. That's yeah, what yeah. I get at Hudson. Say. Well, it's you can Advil, pick up maybe. Wild Dogs there too. All right, a Wild story dogs. and adolescence. So, we hope you guys in June that uh, enjoyed that. And uh, August continues. It's almost over, Mr. F- Big Fella. I know. Back I was at it. missing curfew. <laughs>